Hey guys, welcome to Inside Anna's Mind Podcast. I hope you're well. Um, I'm actually currently in Australia. I was back in England for three weeks and then I've now got a six week trip in Australia. And honestly, I'm just buzzing. Like I'm so, so happy. And today I wanna give a positivity podcast episode. You guys had like quite a few questions and just things that you wanted me to talk about. And I just wanna like, start off by saying that going the opposite to positivity right it's very normal to have bad days like it's not it's not a normal thing in life to always have good days and so I want you to like be aware of that while I talk and your own perception of what a positive life is is that it doesn't doesn't mean that you don't have bad days like I still have bad days all the time okay and positivity in your life isn't reflected whether you don't have bad days i can tell you now because i have a very positive life i still have them and i don't want to demonize them by calling them bad days right like bad but we're gonna go with it because in the moment they don't feel great at all and it is just the best way to explain them but i don't think they're bad at all and you know as i said I still have bad days. I still have times where I'm triggered by something and it affects my day. I still have times when I feel overwhelmed by how much I have to do. I still have times when I feel like I'm shutting down and I'm dissociated. I still have times where I procrastinate, you know, and I don't get everything done in my day that I plan to. But the key thing is, is that I don't start questioning my life or whether I'm not good enough or who I am and I think that's a really really important thing and my perception of why we actually need bad days is because they are such a learning experience like without them we cannot learn more about ourselves there is a reason why we felt overwhelmed or pressure or something triggered us and when we can untangle it that's where the gold is i wouldn't be where i am today if it wasn't for all of the other low days bad days low months bad years all of that stuff i wouldn't be where i am today and if i didn't process what happened or if i didn't let myself go into it or if i just shut it out and be like life's good it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter then maybe I'd walk around, you know, having that positive mindset of saying life's good, but I wouldn't grow as much and be genuinely happier if I didn't go through the bad days. And I think something to know is that when we go through them, we end up having more tools in our toolboxes. So think of it as the things you learn about yourself you then know how to get through them or you know how to deal with certain situations and you will forever keep those. Sometimes you'll have situations come at you again that are similar to almost test you to be like, do you know what you're doing with this yet? But once you've kind of solidified those tools of how to get through certain things, they stay with you. And then also you gain confidence in the fact that you will get through it so every time i'm so good at it now like (laughs) not to brag but like when i i don't know 
scroll on my phone for two hours when I get overwhelmed with my to-do list or work that I have to get done in the day or week when I get triggered emotionally by something someone said even in the moment I am so aware that I'm gonna get through it and so yes I'm still going through the process of feeling low but I have confidence that I'm gonna get out of it and that I know how to get out of it. And I think that's a really important thing to build because, you know, I remember when, and I think I talked about this in my last podcast, I remember when I was feeling, you know, really low. I was struggling with depression when I was like 17, 18. And I had no confidence that things were gonna get better. I thought, that was it, I'm doomed, this is life, you know. And I did have those thoughts that I didn't wanna be here anymore because I had no confidence in that I could get through it. And I I know that's quite deep, but I do wanna say it just in case there is anyone on the other side of this, um, you know, microphone, podcast, that is going through that right now. Cause I know not everyone will be, but I think it is important to say. And then I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is that kindness is key. And being more compassionate to myself has probably been one of the biggest things that has helped me. You know, bad or low moments are inevitable, but if we decide to feel guilty in the moment about it, let's say you're having a two hour low moment and you're not following the plan you had for the day, and you know you're supposed to get things done if you allow guilt to come in you have a chance of increasing the time that you're feeling low because you're feeling guilty right and you may continue to procrastinate you may continue to feel low because now you're thinking about another thing you're not even thinking or feeling what you were feeling and the way that i kind of don't let it in is i just be really like strict with myself I now have a rule it doesn't matter how long I was procrastinating for or was doing whatever I literally just put it to a side I'm like no don't even let yourself go into it and understanding that you know I'm just going to go into like procrastinating right now in terms of not necessarily when you've got to do something hard but the procrastination in terms of like a doom scroll you know and you're scrolling on your phone maybe not everyone gets it i have it i could be triggered by something and suddenly i'm scrolling on my phone for like two hours and i can't get off and i'm like so deeply triggered and whatever and then they're the moments where like you feel guilty after but what i'm trying to say is that understanding that you went into that zone because something triggered you and there was a part of you that didn't know what to do, didn't feel safe enough, and so they scrolled or they did whatever your not so positive coping mechanism is. And I actually weirdly say like, but I'm gonna take it from here. And I think the way that I have my view on it is that when I'm doing those not so positive coping mechanisms it's a younger version of myself and so when you do kind of come out of it it's your adult self it's your present self 
who needs to just like make yourself feel better whether that's taking a bath or a shower and I'm going to go into like self-regulating activities activities (laughs) um self-regulating ideas and if you don't know what this means basically your nervous system can sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed and self-regulating is something to just literally regulate your nervous system my therapist tells me this all the time like I would be messaging her and be like I'm so triggered right now I'm going through this or I can't get off my phone or something's come up and she's like go regulate yourself like go do what you know helps and it's so true and I just want to give you some ideas just so that you have some more tools in your toolboxes and these are I'm going to I'm going to start with like the absolute mood changes. Um, They can clear your energy, clear your head, make you just feel overall better so that you almost have a better chance at getting through what initially put you in the low place. First one, exercise. It does really, really help. Um, Just be aware of potentially you've got an unhealthy relationship with exercise resorting to other things will probably be better if you're in a pretty balanced place with it taking yourself off for a workout to the gym taking a walk going on a run even dancing anything that quite literally moves your body will help regulate your body getting out the house is a really helpful one sometimes when things feel too big to deal with or if I wake up in a bit of a funk literally just getting in my car listening to some music getting to a coffee shop getting a coffee driving back would change my mood sometimes just literally stepping outside walking down to the end of the road coming back down just anything to literally get yourself outside of the house and I can't believe I didn't know this earlier the amount of times you know especially when you're younger and you're living at home and you've literally just got your own room you know if you're not in a great place there's very slim chances that you're going to be able to switch your mood around while still in the place that you felt low in for however long period of time that was for so literally just getting out yourself out the house get in a better place then come back is really really going to help getting some sunshine so you don't always have to walk you could just sit on a bench just getting some sunshine in your eyeballs will really help um shower even if you're clean or you haven't done anything that you need a shower for if you are in a triggered space or a low space or whatever having a shower washing your hair if you need to will really just make you feel better i think the water genuinely just cleanses you um and freshens you up also i if i'm really really in a not great place i'll go for a more intense option and that'll be the bath obviously in the summer it's not really a shout but i think when i was back for three weeks in england i had like three baths bearing in mind i didn't have one for like eight months because it was like winter and i kind of forgot i had a bath um but yeah like i those times where i felt really overwhelmed i ran myself a bath i got in it came out and i was so zen i was so calm i put candles on i put music on Um, a bath really really helps me I've kind of already said this but putting on music and having a dance you don't have to have a dance but putting on music 
will really help. You know, if you're putting ABC by Jackson 5, you know, you're going to feel better after that. You can't listen to that song and not feel good. You know, anything that just makes you want to move your body um, or sing along is a great shout. Um, The next one is more of like, not an intense option, but it's almost sometimes what I do when like, I'm either really not in a good place or I feel like I need it and that is to sleep. So whether or not you could take naps in the day, sometimes I'm in a really not great place and I feel tired. If I take myself off for a nap, when I wake up, I am just a little bit more zen. Do you know what I mean? And then if you find yourself quite down in the evening, I have so many times where I'll be like not in a great place and I'll forget that just going to sleep as soon as you can is one of the best things you can do because chances are you're going to feel a lot better in the morning when you've woken up but you almost are in a weird place that you can't sleep yet but trying to get yourself to sleep will really really help now the next one is co-regulation so a little bit different from self-regulation co-involving others um seeing friends or family sometimes you don't have the tools to get yourself out of a funky place and that's okay remember be kind to yourself we don't always have to fix everything ourselves and there are times where i will text my friend and i'll be like i'm really really low can you come around or can we meet up or something and obviously we're doing something very chill even if we don't even talk and we just watch a movie or whether you could just like if you're really close with one of your family members you can just have a hug anything like that will make you feel better the ones i've just listed are like the go-to's to make myself feel better and it's not just about doing one i do several like when i don't feel good i'll get myself out of the house i will go to the gym i'll come back i'll shower i'll put music on and so i'm doing like an array of those things and the worse you feel the more you have to do typically is the rule you know you just need to keep regulating your body and then i've got a few other little things that will help i like to do it kind of after i've done some of those other things starting off with journaling because sometimes we get in a bad place because we have a lot in our head and we don't think that actually just writing those thoughts down might help and it really does it really does it just helps you get a little bit more clearer. Sometimes I like being my own like hype man in my journal. So I'll write down what I'm struggling with or what's going on in my head. And I will write in my journal with like the point of view of my higher self, of my 30 year old self, who's just chilling, happy with life and her advice. And it really does help. The next one is tidy up your space. We all feel better when our space is tidy. Um, Cooking yourself some food or just getting yourself some food. Drink some water. Write a to-do list so you can get everything off your head. And a big one is just resting. Like, a lot of the time we'll get in a low place because we're tired. And then things come in. It's almost like our barriers are down. And so just resting can really, really do a lot. I kind of want to go into how to consciously have a good day it was something someone put in the question box and i'm just gonna list some things that help me you know having a routine that feels good and that routine isn't what you think you should do 
but rather what actually makes you feel good and something you can stay consistent at. So like, even though in a lot of other people's routines, the ones that potentially posted online or glamorized or whatever, they'll put morning walk in or they'll be like, I do this, I do this, I go for a walk. I don't do that. It's not in my routine. I don't then doubt my routine and I don't push myself to do something that I can't stay consistent at. And doesn't mean I don't go on walks, but it's not my go-to routine every day. Whereas my go-to routine would necessarily be like waking up, having breakfast, doing my skincare, teeth, all of that stuff, putting on a cute outfit, going to the gym or going on a run, coming back, having a shower or going straight into work. That works for me. If I wanna go on a walk, I'll go on a walk, but creating little routines that work for you. It's all about working for you because then you're able to stay consistent at it. And it's not a time, I think I used to view routines as a way to be productive rather than something that makes you feel good. Because if you can have a routine when you wake up, you're almost setting yourself up to be able to manage your day. And I think that's the perception shift that we need to start having. And another thing that helps me consciously have a good day is having elements in your day or periods in your day where you aren't doing anything, when you don't need to be doing anything. Because if we are constantly busy, we don't have room to check in with ourselves, to know how we're doing. And so if you're always busy, you're never gonna really be able to process anything. Things may happen and it might have like a big effect at the end of the week or at the end of the day. You'd be like, why am I feeling like this? And it's because you haven't given yourself any room to process anything that's going on. And so even just having like a midday check-in or an evening check-in with yourself, journaling, or just resting and doing nothing is really, really helpful. A mindset that I love is, yes, we need to get things done. I'm aware, you know, I am a driven girly. I wanna get things done, but it will go out the window if your mental health goes out the window, right? So you can keep pushing things away. You can keep ignoring things. If you don't check in with yourself, if you don't give your mental health any kind of room, then inevitably your discipline or drive or everything else will go out the window. You could have a 20 to-do list, 20 list to-do list. If by Thursday you haven't checked in with yourself or you're really, really overwhelmed, doesn't matter how much you've got to do if you're going to crash you're going to crash right and so that is a really nice way of like me being more compassionate to myself even if I have things to do even if stuff is supposed to be happening if my mental health isn't doing too well I have to prioritize it because otherwise I know that it will just have like a bigger effect on my work like I don't want a week out feeling low I'd rather deal with something Another thing that I think helps having a, you know, good day is learning to become really intuitive with yourself. And it is a process, but I think I've really kind of, I'm always going to be learning, don't get me wrong, but I've 
definitely become way more intuitive with exercise, with food, with rest, with socializing. I literally just ask myself, is this what you want to do? If it's like a social plan, right? Listening to your intuition when you ask yourself, what do you actually want to do? If your brain is like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go out. That's your intuition. And then let's say with exercise, I feel what's in my body. Like if I wake up and, you know, I'm feeling a bit sore or I'm feeling actually quite tired and I don't have too much energy, maybe I'm just about to come onto my period or something. It's those moments where I'm like, okay, well, today's a little bit more of a chilled workout day or today's a rest day. Doesn't matter what was on the plan. Obviously, there are elements of discipline that comes in and let's say I'm marathon training at the moment and two days ago I had a 14 kilometer run and I just come off a plane it was like 48 hours within airports airport to airport and you know I was tired but there was that element of okay but I'm working towards something and you know I really want to kind of stick to my word and I'm training for a marathon and I don't want to struggle in the marathon because I didn't necessarily like put the work in with my training right and so I did it and I felt really good after but you know what the next day came around and I didn't have a workout planned but I kind of was like oh I could go gym and I was like no it's a rest day so it's kind of understanding you know maybe if you booked a workout class you're going to go to that or if you said you're going to work out with your friend or you've got something on your training plan cool but those days where you're turning up to the gym just out of routine checking in with yourself and asking yourself how am I feeling what type of workout do I want to do and not being mad if it isn't what you thought you should be doing and then you know I've become way more intuitive with food as well understanding when I'm hungry understanding when I'm not and that's been a whole journey in itself And I'm actually going to do a whole episode on kind of like food and exercise because I think it needs one of those. But yeah, I think learning to become more intuitive with yourself is going to be really beneficial for you to consciously have more good days. And I think also where the opposite of intuition is control. If everything is needs to be in control, if everything needs to happen in a certain way or with a plan and you can't come away from that how are you supposed to be intuitive because you've already written down that you need to do this 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 and this and yes there is always room for a plan there is elements of that that you know bring you success or achievements or I don't know reaching your goals or whatever because I have that too but allowing things to be adaptable is really going to help because it's going to allow you to have those moments to check in with yourself and be like is this what I want to do and just asking yourself what you need if there was no other expectations on yourself right if there wasn't no I need to go gym because I need to look good no I need to go on a walk because I need to hit my steps you know yes I've done everything today but I need to do more because I don't feel like I've done enough right or I need to reach something for someone else if there was no other expectation you could just listen to yourself what would that answer be and that is your intuition 
I now want to go on to some smaller kind of how to increase positivity in your life, just day-to-day things. One of them is to smile more. Like sometimes, I think it was on my run yesterday where I was running, you know, I was happy and I decided to just smile while I was running. And when you smile, it literally releases chemicals that you're happy. And so I was just doing it on purpose to just feel even happier. When I walk past people, you know, give a little smile. When you're with your friends, let yourself smile. It will literally make you feel happier. Um, Talking and connecting to others is a really big thing, especially if you feel quite isolated. Maybe you live alone or you don't feel like you have too many friends around you. It's those moments where you're paying at a shop and you've got a real life human in front of you. Connect with them, talk to them, say good morning. You know, the people that you walk past on a walk, say good morning. You know, the amount of times that I haven't felt amazing, but I'll start talking to the coffee guy and I'll be like, you know what? Life's good. Not only do you bring someone else happiness, you bring yourself happiness within that. Something that I think is also really helpful is finding something to work towards. Us humans, we thrive on purpose and having a goal and it doesn't have to be like a workout goal. It could be, you know, a career vision or it could be, you know, if you were training for something, if we were talking about workouts, like if you were training for a race or something, even working towards becoming more spontaneous do you know what i mean it could be anything but having a goal it allows you to wake up in the morning and work towards that and i know my last one that i just said a bit spontaneous like it's a little bit different but for me personally my job i it excites me so much that even on my low days or even just on the days where I wake up neutral, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm working towards, I can feel it in my body, I'm excited, and it brings purpose to the future. And if you don't know what you're doing, that's okay too. You can have smaller goals as stepping stones to understand what you do like and what potentially your vision is for the future finding things that challenge you is also another thing so working towards something is one thing but just having an actual challenge whether that's you know a competition or a new thing something that is hard Because when you go through the process of working towards it and you reach it, oh my God, do you feel so good? And that's actually why I've taken on the marathon because I did it a year and a half ago and it was the hardest thing in my life. But once I did it, I realized I could do hard things and I've continued to take challenges. But taking on another marathon is a challenge but oh my god am I so excited for the process I'm on week two of training I'm loving it so far 
and it just it again it just brings purpose I know what I'm doing for the next four months <laughs> like I am so excited for everything taking risks is also a great way to increase positivity because on the other end of a risk what oh my god one thing that I love recently is the quote sink or swim right take a risk you're gonna sink or you're gonna swim if you sink it's okay but what if you swim what if that risk turned out to be most the the best thing in your year or month or take you down a path that will change your life right another thing changing up your routine taking yourself off on a trip anything whether that's making new friends and that's change your routine whether that's bringing in a new activity that you're enjoying at the moment or you want to start trying changing up your routine will make you feel that every day isn't the same and that you're living this like monotonous life it's going to be like okay well if I do something different I can feel something different and maybe I can continue to change things up and continue to feel even better there's a really great quote it says when you live in the past that's depression when you live in the future that's anxiety but when you're living in the present you're at peace and it's so so true I remember when I was depressed and all I was thinking about was the past I didn't see a future and when I really struggled with anxiety at the beginning of 2023 all I could think about was what was happening in the future I was like oh my god what if this what if that all of this stuff I remember my therapist always being like come back to the present moment and I think it can happen especially when you have situationships like you're thinking oh my god what if this what if that stay in the present moment do what's right for you understand your boundaries and by being in the present not much more you can do everything will play out as it's meant to play out and yeah I think that's just a really nice thing to kind of understand someone put in the question box feeling like you don't belong and I'm gonna just say this so straight you do every human on this planet belongs the reason why you don't feel like you belong is because you're just in a period right now you are in a period where you can't see the reasons why but we all do we all do and I know I'm not going into it too much or it might seem like quite a straight up answer but all I can say is that you are in a certain period of your life right now because I felt like I never used to belong and now I do I know exactly where I stand and I don't go into a place of questioning who I am or whether or not I'm loved or appreciated or supported um and so I, I'm saying this for whoever wrote it in the question box that you do belong, you do hang on tight, keep doing you and everything will work out I've just got two other things that I want to talk about really really quickly and someone put in the question box how to help others have a positive mindset now I have been there I used to try, force or put my understandings realizations beliefs onto other people not in a crazy way just in like a 
you're my friend, I want to help you out. And people will do things when they are ready to. And just because you are doesn't mean they are. The best that you can do is be the person who you're trying to explain. Be positive, do you, be an example, but don't press it on them, right? Be the evidence, but don't have to necessarily explain. And that is the most you can do. And there are times where friends come up to me and they want more and that's when I'll talk and that's when I'll explain things. But I don't just go around to people being like, "Mm, you know what, you need to be like this or you need to be like that. And that's really helped me just stepping back and understanding that everyone's in their own journeys. And so my advice, you know, I've already said what I've said, but don't. (laughs) Like, focus on yourself. Be there for others. But let everyone go through their stuff as well and the last thing someone said being in an environment where no one shares the same value as you I feel you I really do and it's quite a straight up answer but put yourself in put yourself in environments that those people are in right if you feel like you've got no wholesome girlies go to a run club go to something where there's a community of people or you know I know my friend has a book club and it's those little things go to a workout class put yourself out there and I know it can be hard depending on where you are in the world but even for me in London you know I was living in London and I didn't feel like I had a crazy amount of friends that were like into fitness and I mean that in a way of not through socials like just genuine kind of like friends first kind of thing I don't know and I started going to a workout class once a week and I met a whole bunch of people and so many of those are my best friends now and they share so many values that I share as well you know love for exercise and everything and just being your better self And so it is quite literally putting yourself in those environments. And that can be quite uncomfortable to start with. But oh my God, does it help? So, you know, even if that's messaging someone online, you know, social media is a great thing these days. And you can find similar people on there. But yeah, I really hope that helped. I hope you guys have an amazing day. And if you're not having an amazing day, that's okay too. I'm sending so much love, so much love, and I'm going to go watch Sunset and eat spaghetti bolognese for dinner, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.